for those of you who don't know who I am or don't recognise me because I'm not in a purple t-shirt, uh, my name is Helena. I'm a children and families pastor here at Zion Christian Centre. There's my table. <laughs> I didn't see very common. And uh, the other day I was in Aldi and this little boy looked at me and went, oh, hello. And I looked at him and said, hello, thinking I don't know who you are. And he looked at me and went, oh, you're the entertainer lady from the church. And I sort of smiled. And I smiled at his dad and his dad went, oh, yeah, she is. She's the lady that pulls presents out of empty bags. So I'm either the entertaining lady from the church or um, I'm the children and families pastor. Take whatever you pick. Um, when I was at primary school, we seemed to sing a lot of songs. And for some reason, those songs seem to have stayed with me all of my life. And I think probably will stay with me for all of eternity. And one of the songs we used to sing was Love is Like a Magic Penny. Um, and it goes something like this. Don't panic. I'm not going to sing for those of you who have ever heard me sing. Uh, it says, Love is like a magic penny. Hold it tight and you won't have any. Lend it, spend it, and you'll have so many, they'll roll all over the floor. For love is like a magic penny. There's a lot of truth in that song, isn't there, that I used to sing when I was a child. When you think about the people that you love, they're probably the people that are the most loving, aren't they? When you think about people that are mean and unkind and not very generous, they're not the people that you think, oh, I love them so much and they're loved by so many people. It's not true, is it? The people that we love and the people that are loved are often the most loving. And when we think about the Bible and we think about God, what the Bible actually is, is it's a love story, isn't it? It's God loving us and then people messing up and God's still loving us and keeps loving us again, isn't it? The whole Bible is about God's love. But I've only got 10 minutes, so I can't go through the whole Bible. I'll just go through a bit of it. And the thing I want you to take away today is two things about God's love. That God's love is unconditional and God's love is unfailing. It will never let us down. There is nothing that we can do that will make God love us any more than he already does. And there is nothing that we can do that will make God love us any less. That's amazing, isn't it, when you think about it? The problem we have as humans is we look at other humans and we base God's love on the love that we have as humans. And our human love isn't always like that, is it? Okay. I'm going to propose to you that our love as humans is a bit like a balloon. Do you agree with me? No, I think the youth are falling asleep on me. <laughs> Our love is a bit like a balloon, isn't it? The thing is, we can get really fired up. We can have a brilliant Sunday morning at church. We can go to a brilliant conference. We can have an amazing talk by the children and families pastor. We can do all these different things. And we can get all fired up about how much God loves us and how much we're going to love other people. And we can be like a balloon. We can go out into the world and we can go, wee and share our love with other people. The problem is, sometimes something goes wrong, or somebody lets us down, or something bad happens, and our love goes, a bit like a balloon. Now, I need some people to help me to demonstrate this. You need to embarrass your parent as well. Um, so you need to come with you and a parent. I've got more volunteers than at the 9.30. Everyone was very unenthusiastic. Come on then, Ben, and yes, you can bring your dad, Julian. That's fine. Well done for volunteering him. Hope you come, guys. Give him a round of applause. And I'm trying not to pick my own children. Melody, who would you like to bring with you? A very enthusiastic looking aunt, I think, is coming onto the stage as well. Right. Grown-ups, what I need you to do... I've lost my sticks. They're hiding. 
and find them. I need you to blow up a balloon for me. But I need you, in the words of Frozen, not to let it go. And then you're going to hand them over. And they're not going to let them go either, are you? For a minute. Can you do that? Right, I'll give you that. I seem to have lost my other... Have you got good lungs on you? Can you blow that up? You might have to stretch it first to get it to work. Oh, look, there it is. They were hiding underneath. Okay. So these balloons are going to demonstrate how we can be with love. Can you feel the tension? Ah, oh, there we go. Keep going. Don't, don't be shy with the balloon. Okay, you need to then, when you're done, that's fine, take the uh, plastic bit out and pinch the top and pass it to your child. Ben's going to come to the front of the stage. You are going to try and launch these across the uh, church. Ready, steady, go! Oh, it's up in the ceiling. There we go. Thank you guys, give them a round of applause. <coughs> and that's a bit like human love, isn't it? We can get really fired up and we can have an amazing experience or we can feel all fuzzy and warm inside and then something happens and it can change, can't it? But God's love's not like those balloons, is he? God's love is different. God's love is a bit more like these balloons. Okay? Because God's love is unconditional and it's unfailing. And we can have days when we feel like doing this to God, can't we? And we have other days when we feel like doing this to God. And we have other days when we feel like doing this to God. And what happens? God's love stays the same, doesn't it? It is unmovable and it is unchanging. There is nothing we can do to make God love us any less than he already does. And there is nothing we can do to make God love us more. God's love is unconditional and it is unfailing. It will never let us down. There's a verse in Ephesians which says this. Ephesians 5. Ephesians is a part of the New Testament. It says, Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. What does that mean for us if we're Christians? It means that we have to follow God's example, doesn't it? Okay. And in the book of Psalms, it says this. It says, But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him and who hope in his unfailing love. God's love is unfailing. It will never let us down. It's really hard when you try and sit down and you think about describing God's love. Because God's love is indescribable, isn't it? It's As human beings, we can't even get our heads around it. There's another passage in the book of Ephesians that says this. It says, And I pray that being rooted and established in love, you may have the power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. It's amazing, isn't it? Now, we know that God loves us. And how do we know that God loves us? I think the greatest act of God's love was when he sent Jesus. And Jesus came to earth, fully man and fully uh, God. And he lived among us, didn't he? And he lived a life of love. 
And we know that the greatest sacrifice that he made was the day that he died on the cross. Because on the cross, Jesus did something amazing. This is where you hope that my A-level chemistry works. We know that God's love is unconditional and it is unfailing. And you and I have both all done things that are wrong. And we know that one day when we stand before God, we will have to tell him what we've done. And we all know that the bad things that we've done mean that we should be punished. We all got that as a child, didn't we? If you did something wrong, you got a punishment. And Jesus, because he loved us so much, took that punishment on the cross for us. And what he did on the cross was he poured out his love. By the shedding of his blood, his love was shown. And what happened on that day when Jesus shed his blood was that God's love was overflowing. You see, you can't bottle God's love up and you can't contain it. It is unmeasurable how wide and how deep the love of God is. God's love is unconditional It's unfailing and it is overflowing. So what do we do in response to that? What can we do? If you're not a Christian, uh, it's brilliant that you're here and that you've come to join us and all of our craziness this morning. And I would say to you, you need to find out about God's love. God's love has done amazing things in my life. And anybody around you in this church will be able to tell you the amazing things that God's love has done for them. So after the service, I would say, find somebody and talk to them and ask them about God's love. As Christians, we have a response too, don't we? We love other people because of what God's done for us. In Ephesians, it says, live a life of love as Christ has loved us. What overflows, literally, from God's love is that we can love other people. Our response as Christians is, God loved us. So we love others. God's love is unfailing, it's unconditional, and it's overflowing. I'm going to pray with this now. Father God, we thank you for your amazing love. We thank you that your love is unconditional, unfailing, and overflowing. Lord Jesus, I pray, Lord God, today that we would know that deep within us, Lord Jesus, that we wouldn't base our experience of other humans and the way that they love and take that as the way that you love, Lord God. I pray that we would know in the depth of our soul that you love us unconditionally, Lord God. I pray that we would know that there is nothing we need to do to get your love, Lord God, and there is nothing we can do that's going to make that love go away, Lord Jesus. I pray as Christians we would go and that we would tell the world, Lord God, that the way that we live our lives would be lives of love, Lord God. And I pray if there's people here today that don't know you, I pray that they would have boldness, Lord God, to come and talk to somebody about what it is to know you and to know your love. Amen.